Welcome to Matetuo, the teaching ministry of John Codio. Matetuo in Greek means to make a disciple. What is death? Is a separation of a whole being. Yes, go to 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. So, if you were to go into space, you will need a spacesuit. Our body is nothing more than an earth suit. To be present in this realm, we need an earth suit. If you were to go underwater, you will need a scuba driver's suit, whatever. Do you understand? With oxygen, you need to carry that around with you. So this is an earth suit and those supposed to be in the original creation no separation that means there was no death do you understand and how was Adam and Eve supposed to expand the garden multiply so they were doing something out of love who was doing the battle Huh? Who is doing the battle? There's nowhere that Adam and Eve was told to do any battle, yes? But they were called subdue, expand. How? By multiplying. Do you understand? Yes? Yes? So, I'll get into this later, but your whole body, your whole being is what? Spirit, soul and body, yes? But we look at it the other way around. When we look at ourselves, we think about the body first. We rarely think about the soul and if we say we're average Christians, we think about the spirit. But the spirit, with the smallest, our spirit, has been separated from God and we were born like that and if you're born again you get a spirit of Jesus that is what being born again is that means you're reactivated with God uh, that means what you have a relationship with God and if you don't have that relationship with God and you call yourself a Christian then what? It doesn't make any sense. Is that clear? Yeah? Doesn't mean that you're exempt from death for it's appointed for man to die once, yes? Mm -hmm. Your body, whether you like it or not, will grow old. Because death ended through sin of one man, yes? Do you understand? But when you, what did Moses say? Oh, what did Joshua and Caleb say? I'm, I'm what? 80. I'm like 14. I can, I still have the strength. Do you understand? Do you, do you understand? Even when at the time of death, Moses 
such vigor was not diminished in any way. God just took him. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you see of people like Elijah dying after doing a miracle of sickness. But his bones raised the dead. So, which box did you put it put that in? Do you understand? You need to understand very carefully. Understand this is the Old Testament. Yeah, we are, are, are all part of the New Testament. Yes? In the New Covenant, we, if you're born again, you have a spirit, soul, and a body. Yes? Do, do you understand? Yes? So, in the original plan, there was no separation. Like I said, when I speak about the spirit, you need to know exactly what I'm talking about. Even the Bible uses the, this word interchangeably. The problem is that you cannot understand the soul and the body truly without understanding the spirit. Like for example, some doctors, they know the body inside out. But they refuse to accept a miracle when it happens. Why? Because they don't understand the spiritual nature of things. Do you, do you understand? They will try to find a rational explanation. But there is a spiritual side of it. Someone I know said, all these things, ghosts and goblins and all these things are spooky stuff. I don't believe in that. Well, God believes in that. So I just suggest you do, yeah? Do you, do you understand? The Bible speaks about it. And Jesus will drive them up whenever you see them. Wherever you see them. Do you understand? But you need to be clear about what you're talking about. Yes? Go to Ecclesiastes 3, 18-22. I said in my heart, concerning the condition of sons of men, God tests them, that they may see that they themselves are like animals. For what happens to the sons of men also happens to animals. One thing befalls them, as one dies, so dies the other. Surely they all have one breath. Man has no advantage over animals, for all is vanity. All go to one place, all are from the dust, and all return to dust. Who knows the spirit of the sons of men which goes upward, and the spirit of the animal which goes down to the earth? So I perceive that nothing is better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his heritage. For who can bring him to see what will happen after him? Yes. So, in this, remember I'm talking about the use of spirit, the word spirit. If you go to verse 19, it says, For what happened to the sons of men also? happens to the animals. For one thing befalls them, as one dies, so does the other. Surely they have all have one breath, yes? Mm -hmm. That is Roha. That is translated spirit elsewhere. In verse, when you go to verse 21, it says, Who knows the spirit of the sons of men 
which goes upward and the spirit of the animal. Now, how can an animal have a spirit in that sense? Because God gave his spirit to man, yes? Do you understand? So, this translation uses the word spirit, but it means ruah, it means life. So, Ecclesiastes, you have to understand, Ecclesiastes is a book about man without God. What happens to humans without God? Yes? So, without God, a man has no distinction from an animal. I explained that I'm faster than a cheetah, yes? Yes. And I also explained that I can climb a coconut tree faster than a monkey, yes? No, obviously not. Do you understand, yes? There are some things that animals can beat us at. There are some things that animals are stronger and faster. But they do not have the Spirit of God which gives us the authority, yes? So Ecclesiastes does not mean that we are in all respects like the animals, nor does it contradict the rest of the Bible. It means that humans by no means can claim to have beat death than other animals without God. You cannot say you have victory over death because only one man conquered death. His name is Jesus Christ and you have to follow him by faith, yes? Do you, do you understand? That is why Ecclesiastes ends with the, what is uh, chapter 12 verse 1 saying? Remember now your Creator in the days of your youth before the difficult days come and the years draw near when you say I have no pleasure in them. Yes. And the years draw near and you say I have no pleasure in them. So when you don't have pleasure in anything don't think oh, okay now I'll turn back to God. But if you're willing to accept it it also means before the true your troubled time. Once you are dead, you cannot remember God, yes? You can remember God, but you can, can't do anything about it. Do you understand? What does uh, uh, Romans 6.23 say? For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes. For the wages of sin is death. We are all sinned, yes? Do, do, do you understand, yes? So the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Then I spoke about morality being from the Lord. Yes? I, do you understand? Yes? So what is right and wrong is from the Lord. And if you know what is right and you don't do it, it is accounted as sin. Do you understand? Let's go to James 4.17. James 4.17. Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. Yes. So good and bad is from God, yes? 
If you know what is good and you don't do it, it is what? Sin. Do you understand? Go to Malachi 3.18. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and one who does not serve Him. Yes, so the two categories are those who serve God and those who do not serve Him. Good and not good. Do you understand? It's not just lip service. Yes? Go to Psalm 119, verse 11. Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you. Yes. So, your word have I hidden in my heart. Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yes? So, your word will come against what is not right. I'm putting it in a simple manner. Do you understand? There are times in my life, before I knew the Lord, where God has said, for example, some a person was calling me to go and meet them at this place. Something said, don't go, don't go, don't go. Don't go. Not once, but many times it has happened. Not the same person, turns, And I said, I cannot come. Do you understand? But now when I look back, it was the Lord saving me. Like that, count what is good as something the Lord has set apart to save you from eternal damnation. Am I making sense? We think that maybe doing that thing that is not good would bring us better good. No. Do you understand? When I, for example, when I, when someone said they are in trouble, the Lord said, do this, do that, and do that. Very clearly. And they said, no, if I do this, I'll, this will happen. If I do that, that will happen. If, that, if I do this, this will happen. Therefore, I will do this. What can I say? I said, do what you want. A week later, they come. They came back to me and said, "You know, this uh, this happened. That happened. That." Happened. And I said, "What? What do you want me to do? Do you understand? What can I do in that?" I said, "All I could do, all I could say is that Alpha, do you understand? Because they sought the Lord's advice. The Lord gave them advice, but they knew. They thought they knew better." And they did what was right in their eyes. That's also good versus bad. Do you understand? Yes? So remember, you created in the days of your youth. Fill your heart. Hide the word of God in your heart. Do you understand? What that, that, that's a deep thing. Do you understand? That means it will come out when needed. Do you understand? You don't know what you ate 10 years ago, yeah? But it got you where you are today, yes? Do, do you understand, yes? Remember, only the hungry are filled. I spoke about this, yes? That being hungry for God is a healthy sign. 
It's a thing, it's an understanding that God is moving in our life. So go towards that good of the Word of God. Yes? Do you understand? It's a sign that He's already at work in us. So move towards that. Yes? Mm -hmm. Go to Matthew 5, verse 6. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Yes. So only the hungry are filled, yes? The word filled is saturated with God. See, the other day I was uh, bombarded by this advertisement um, from Netflix or something. I mean, I, I mean, I go to Facebook only to make sure that my posts are correctly posted. So when I scroll up, I saw an ad for Netflix, Netflix or whatever. Then I scroll up again, then another ad for Netflix. It's like they want me to watch Netflix. Do you understand? Three times in a row, then I got really angry and I shut it off. But do you understand? But basically, what does Netflix do? It shows you movies, yes? Do you understand? These movies are meant to entertain your mind, your soul, yes? Doesn't do anything for your body, no? If somebody's, you're hungry and somebody's eating a burger, does that satiate your hunger? In such case, then I'll watch a lot of movies, yeah? Do you, do you understand? But are you watching things that can edify your spirit? I used to watch mindless action flicks, Kung Fu, Karate, people killing each other. And the Lord spoke to me, he said, my word says thou shalt not kill. I said, look, I want to see this because this is entertaining to me. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not doing anything. But it is against the word of God, yes. So I said, change me. So I see things the way you see it. Otherwise, what hope is there? Do you understand? Me telling you not to watch it to, uh, would make me a hypocrite if I watch it. Do, do you understand? Because it's, uh, so slowly he started this change. Never tell God to change you unless you mean it. Because he'll do it. <laughs> do you understand? I, I mean, once or twice he has done this and I mean, not that I regret this, but you know, he, he, he means what he says, yes? Do you understand? Yes. So, if you're hungry for God, He will saturate you. And people come to me with their struggles. And if you're struggling with things of God, that's a good sign. Because something is opposing things of God, and you are trying to move towards the things of God. If you didn't have a struggle, and you were going with what is opposing, there would be no struggle. As long as you are in this body, as long as there is sin in this world, and you are going against the world, you will be going upstream. Do you understand? 
you may have to roll a little harder. But whenever there is struggle, understand that the Lord has promised that His yoke is easy and His burden is light. Find your refuge in Him. Let Him fight the battles for you. You hold your peace. And it's smooth sailing as far as you are concerned. A lot of people think it's the other way around. No. Do you understand? You have to overcome, sharpen your axe. Don't get me wrong in that. Yes. But once you do that, do you understand? The battle is the Lord's. Yes, there is a wrestling match, but that is against you and your faith. Do you understand? Just because there are signs and wonders does not mean your faith is good. Signs and wonders are for people who don't believe. That is God's business. Can you do any signs and wonders? No. Do you understand? But you need to build up your faith. Am I clear? Yes. The signs and wonders are there. Will be there. When someone <coughs> said that uh, this person needs healing, I said, bring them. Do you understand? Bring them. I'll pray. And it's the Lord's business to heal. Not my job to heal. I can't heal anything. Is it, do you understand? But the Lord has told me to pray. And I'll pray. Do you, do you understand the mechanics behind it? Yeah? This recording is meant to teach God's Word with clarity and simplicity. Thank you for listening.